Hey guys, quick Hey guys, quick note before we jump to today's podcast. As always, you can find show notes in the description beneath each podcast. This lists important articles and pictures and timestamps to everything we talked about during the podcast. Today in particular, I recommend checking them out. There are two things that we discussed during the podcast that since this podcast has been recorded, their status has drastically changed. I will be linking articles and updates to said things in the show notes below. But as always, I recommend checking that out for useful articles, pictures, the timestamps, and all the silly random stuff that we find during the podcast. We always like that there. So please check that out. But today on the podcast, we have a very cool topic for you discussing size in video games and doesn't matter. This is coming off the launch of No Man's Sky. We also talk about some of the new Pokemon Sun and Moon announcements and some stuff coming out of CW TV shows. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Geek Domination Podcast. Today is August 13th, Saturday, 2016. That's your DS. No, that's a Game Boy Advance SP closing. Zane being a hipster over here with his We can say that or we can just realize that it works. It doesn't work though. It totally does. (laughs) You stole it from a child. No. How dare you? No. Yeah, it's... That's not possible. No children has this because it's like 120 bucks online <laughs> or more. Yeah, they're like super you know rare. You sad? Um, I remember texting Kendall way back. Yeah. This was like right when they came out and I was like, so for Kyler's birthday, we should get him the Pokemon 3DS and we'll like split it between like you, me, mom, dad, Kayla. We'll throw in like $40 a piece and it'll be a grand old time. And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. And then we just forgot about it. Wow. And then, like, shitty three weeks ago, because his birthday's next week. Yeah. Um, was like, yeah, are we still going to do that? And I was like, probably not, because I have no idea where to find him at this point. <laughs> no, yeah. Absolutely. It's eBay. That's like it. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the uh, Nintendo DS that Japan's getting, like, this week? The SNES one? Yeah. It looks so good. It's the Famicom, of course. So SNES, it's that, yes. that little bit different top, like... Uh, Slightly different. So, like, what's cool is the face looks like the controller. Yeah. But then uh, when you turn it to the back, it looks like the entire console is on the back. But it's like the, the actual cool. Famicom style, so it's a little bit different. But, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I really want to order one. <laughs> DS is region locked? No. Okay. Nothing Nintendo makes anymore is region locked. Oh, that's, that's true. good. I don't yeah. think much is anymore at this point, really. It makes no sense. Because people love to buy other countries' versions of stuff. Well, and it's, it's that, and it's also so many more companies are doing um, worldwide releases anymore. Yeah, as well as like online ordering and everything like that. Yeah, it's just much. simple. It simplifies everything. But anyway, I'm Cody Spitzberger. That's Ann Coppage. That's Anthony Tyson. I am alive. You are alive. Hello, stream. Stream. Hi, stream. You can watch us live when we're recording our podcasts at twitch. Twitch.tv wow. slash Geek Streams. Yeah, there it is. Sponsor. Damn, dropping the mic. I don't know if we're sponsored Mike at mentioned. all. In fact, we're not. We're not. But we should get on that. We should be. Let's move into the cast. We have yeah, some yeah. news. And yeah. let's talk about CW shit because yeah, you yeah. and I hate our lives, so we <sighs> keep up on this because <laughs> so let's, let's, yeah, we two of their shows are good. We Maybe three this year. I don't know. I don't know how Greg Berlanti is going to change it up, but Supergirl might be good. Um, 
I yeah. hope the one I, episode I watched of it, which uh, was just the Flash crossover, I, was, even, I never saw that. It either. was canceled. Well, because I watched it because you know, yeah. the Flash and Arrow crossovers were really important. Were really cool, yeah. And then I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch this. And I was just like, Dude. Barry's just fucking here. Yeah, he made a quick pit stop while he was on his way through time. Like, this is like. This is like the this is nothing like the Jimmy Neutron Fairly Odd Parents crossover <laughs> episode. Like this is not what out. we were promised. <laughs> we were talking uh, about the other day. I don't know. Yeah, we were. We were because I was touching on. It's uh, not on Hulu. You said it was. You lied to me. It definitely was. There's like two episodes of Fairly Odd Parents on there. I'm sorry. I know that all of Danny Phantom's on there, and I think all of one of them is because I know most of the Nickelodeon stuffs on there. Almost. I didn't look for Jimmy Neutron. I don't think. Okay. Um, that might be just because it's no longer on uh nickelodeon well because they like it it gives you a link to that directs you to nickelodeon it's kind of weird i just know i've been i've been watching danny phantom on your hulu account just fine like all of it well Um, fine yeah anyways but anyway cw um a couple small things that we wanted yeah so they went to the tv critics association something or other and they just sort of like dropped a shit ton of cw tv news like cw does yeah, like they do. They just they just show up places and vomit information real quick and then walk out. <laughs> it's like, blah, 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 legends. Oh. CW musical, blah! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that's happening. They're yeah, doing a musical crossover <laughs> with Supergirl and Flash. So, yeah, Melissa Benoist and uh, fucking uh, Grant Gustin were both on Glee. So they're, you know, Reddit probably was the biggest catalyst behind this because they were the same. They did the same thing with Supernatural years ago. But, yeah, because of their Glee history, they're going to get a musical episode, two-parter, where it's going to show up on Supergirl <laughs> on a Monday and then Lassie. Flash on a Tuesday. And I hope I don't have to kill myself during those two days. I like There, there are two things. Like One, I'm legitimately excited because Grant Gustin is, has a fucking voice. No, you're right. That's like, um, I'm sure she does, too, if she made it on Glee. Probably. I mean, like Glee had some pretty fucking good um, production throughout the years as... as kind of uh, is just the writing for the show was the songs were all good yep um what was the other thing i was gonna say oh yeah i'm just really excited for flash to start singing sonic theme songs like you know gotta go fast and you know no the best live and learn. I sent you of uh i sent him after he said that a uh flat or no uh, um sonic the hedgehog every musical theme from their show that's is right ever, all of them in i one didn't connected. watch it but i was wow. just like oh god He's just gonna start taking live and learn. This like right. let's go. <laughs> so then the next thing I sent him was the Flash Gordon theme song as sung by Queen, and I was like, or this, and I could just imagine Flash. Ha! <laughs> I was literally about just, to make that joke when you guys told me about oh, it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they oh. gotta bring back, uh, you know, the Queen. leftovers from yeah. Queen, and you know, yeah, make it's it not a that thing. Much different. It still sings about him being the savior of the universe and all this stuff. So it's, it's totally him still. It's totally the still Supergirl. Him. Gordon, uh. <laughs> right? No, uh, but yeah, they're doing that. Which, whatever, suffer through that or, or I, be I, excited I, through I it, depending on how it comes. I don't think it'll be terrible. No, I, I mean, I just hope it's. It, like I said, it, it'd be kind of cool if they like bring back like any of like the original producers or people from Glee to kind of like yeah, I kind of doubt rolling. that. But uh, it sounds like some some of the producers are eyeing up Joss Whedon to direct that, which they're kind of crediting his uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog musical as well as the fact that he's handled superheroes so well over the years in the comics and in TV and movies. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yep. Um, the other major two things from CW is one, it has been confirmed that Kevin Smith is going to come back and direct a couple episodes of just Flash and Supergirl. Supergirl. Did he do any from Arrow last season? No, he only handled the two episodes that were the greatest of Flash. 
Yes. And then, uh, which wasn't hard. The storyline kind of set him up to be that strong. But on top of it, Kevin Smith knows these characters inside right. and out. But, uh, yeah, so he's confirmed for those two. And it sounds like they're trying to figure out a schedule for him to maybe appear uh, or to uh, direct an Arrow episode as well. I mean, get um, or something, Jesus, something. But uh, trailer looks bad. <laughs> yeah, well, and on top of bad. on top of that, um, I know that uh, a lot of the writers' room wants him on board for Arrow at some point too, which would help because he wrote like two volumes of Arrow back in the day, like Green Arrow the comic. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the last thing was they confirmed that they will not be working on a Constantine show at this time. Um, and I kind of realized why as I was reading the article. So if you think about it, producers are paying for this sh- these shows. They paid for Arrow after Arrow was successful for two full seasons. They were like, oh, hey, we can actually, you know, look at doing another one. So they gave us Flash. Flash did well for one season. They gave us a Legends season. They saw how all that came back and saw that the option to pick up Supergirl was available, and they were looking at their budget going, we could add another show, added it in. So they just did that. They need to now see if this season will, will be profitable for all four shows to run at once. Well, and everyone's just like, throw Constantine on Legends. Well, like, it's really like, easy. Well, and that's what I was about to follow up with. Was uh, So that's why we're not getting any it makes sense we shouldn't be getting a season of it this year especially right. with how far into this this year the year yeah production wise yeah. it makes total sense um but the producers the, the main guys that kind of run legends confirmed that it'd be blasphemy to not include uh matt ryan on the on some part of the season or make him a season regular in the future and that would alleviate the cost of making a whole new show for him he'd just yeah. show up on a show that's already paid for and again, a legend is the easiest one to just kind of shove them in there. Yeah. With their whole mentality of random heroes. Random heroes showing up. So something I did want to touch on too is almost the only thing that makes me most excited about uh, uh, this season of Supergirl being included with the CW stuff is that we get Martian Manhunter and Red Tornado for sure. Yeah. Also, they that's, is really, that's really my biggest. I didn't read that's the article, but I saw it. I think but it is confirmed that we're having another speedster villain for season three, and I'm just so, like, fuck my life. I realized the only reason why is because the only villains Flash ever takes on that are at that caliber for season, like, world ending, is other people who can tap into the speed force. I know, but I mean, it's just like, it's, it makes for somewhat of a boring TV show in a sense. Oh, yeah, it's formulaic. I mean, th- what they need to do is not make it. Oh, I'm your friend. Oh, just kidding. You're not right. Your you're right. I think. Well, and, and by the sound of it, it's kind of mimicking what's going on in Rebirth right now. Okay. Um, I don't know what the intricacies will be inside of it, but what position or what a role was? Uh, now I think about it. Uh, the kid from, um, Harry Potter doing. Was he just a, he a CSI is, or was he a is a either CSI or um, a cop. I yeah. don't think he's, he's, he's a detective. Okay. I think I, I want to say he was a CSI. Yes. But what's interesting, just to kind of bring you up to a really quick flash forward. Stop. Face. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> in the comics right now, basically some villains decided that the Flash was or didn't deserve to be the only person with the Speed Force, which obviously there's multiples at this point because Kid Flash and uh, the other Flash, which is original Wally West at this point. So they make a device that lets it sap some of the speed force from Barry and then shoot down a fuck ton of lightning around, and it's going to hit anyone nearby him. And so everyone around him is slowly getting speed force powers, and he's having to train up like a whole group of people that just so they can operate in society. 
God damn it, you want to know what my brain just went to? You know, like, we have, like, you know, it's like a police force. So, so they're going to have a speed force. It's a speed force. <laughs> this is the speedsters. first time that joke's been done before. I fucking hate everything. But, no, what's happening is, uh, like, they're all being trained at Star Labs, and he's shown up, and he's feeling really fulfilled because he's teaching someone again. Well, on the other side of the fence, you have some of them who are obviously bad, and they're going around doing stuff. Well, there's one villain that's showing up. His name is Godspeed, and he's learned that if he moves like basically if the rate speedsters race they sync up their speed force and then one of them the faster one takes the speed away draining them so what they're doing is they're multiplying the ability to gain faster speed force by suddenly just spreading it out all like wide and then having someone because it has more speed force to have speed duels with and yeah, well, the villains using it when, very menacingly. Uh, like they have Star City Five Hundred. The villain or the criminals in lockup. The villain shows up and he just like speeds around them, kills it in the process is just killing them because he takes so much speed force out of them that they just die. But there is an illusion that his new partner, which is a friend of his who works at the police precinct, who got powers and he started training before, he might be the villain in disguise. But on the flip no, side is no. he might be a villain down the road in the sense where they just have differing ideals and their ideals clash and then he turns bad. So like it's not very clear on who is what right now, but that's one of the theories going around. So mm. I was just now thinking like what if they made, you know, Draco the I villain this season by him being like undercover and him slowly building his own little speed force army as the show alluded to. And then he is revealed to be this new guy, which I'm like. I could be really okay with that if he antagonizes him in the workplace to his face. I guess, yeah. And, and rather than befriending him, he's just always antagonizing yeah, him. Yeah, but it still creates somewhat of the same thing. I know. Like, I know it's it's not, like, best friend, but it's like, oh, here's this guy who's been right. here the entire time, and he's a speedster again. Right. Throws Something phone. else I forgot to touch on for this uh, announcement with Flash is they did confirm we're getting two episodes of Gorilla City. Yes. Which... I'm so excited for. I think that was about it that was for it. that they stuff. Did some other Arrow stuff, and I they're like, know. "Oh yeah, like they pretty much confirmed the Flashpoint will affect the other things." And it's like, nope. Shit. We got that <laughs> hilarious Brandon Ruth That's picture. Hilarious. Remember, I sent it. To oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? He, Brand, he, the, he posted something on like Instagram or something of him just looking like like Brandon Routh, the dude that played Superman mm-hmm. in Returns mm-hmm. and is currently Adam. He has this massive like scraggly looking beard, and his hair is just out to like here and he just looks like wild man he's standing like on a in the middle of a wilderness and he just looks like this and he's like i don't know what it means but it looks like he's gonna be like lost for a while that's <laughs> off of legends and i just can't wait because that looks it looks like something straight off of like castaway oh but like wilson! wilson but he looks like the like parody of that because he just looks spracked out and just like really like hilariously oh, where did crazy. you send it to me uh, it's just in uh, our mine yours mine and john luke's messages oh that's right it was the yeah. three of us here it is okay yeah. just, so, just so you can see this i didn't want to click like... on the clickbait but that is so weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah i laughed so hard at that that is he looks like he's just out of a monty python skit right you know? like, right like the shrubbery <laughs> man <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's Monty so Python. That's going yes. in the show note. That's going in the show yeah, note. That, that, that's that face. There's the close-up face. So uh, look forward to that in the show notes below. We can also find all the other links, the other topics. If you don't want to listen to our oh bullshit, my God, holy shit! The, the shout out. Is, is so yeah, I think that's it. Moving it's on, Anthony. Oh yeah, there's uh, there's, there's some stuff. stuff. There's I like how stuff. I just have to go. Anthony. Yeah. And you're just like Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Star Wars. 
Nah, seriously, I actually do like sand for once because uh, the new planet that they're showing off is pretty fucking hey, you're cool. Full of shit. Hey, those beach scenes. So no, let, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so yeah, on uh, on Geek Domination Star uh, Wars Corner. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we uh, we have the Rogue One trailer just came out. Oh my god. Yep. It was really funny because I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, I was watching the Olympics. Yeah. I was supporting America. Uh, America. I was watching it too. Only the only two sports I care about: swimming, swimming. and gymnastics. <laughs> I knew it. Mm-hmm. Knew it. Um. And then they were like, the world premiere of the trailer. I was like, I watched it 10 minutes ago. The fuck are you talking about? But I forgot that, like, <laughs> broadcasting behind. is weird. Yeah. 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 The internet is always better. But, yeah, it, it's pretty not bad. It's yeah, pretty, not bad. pretty fucking good, pretty actually. All yep. right. So, I'm not going to lie. When I, when I heard about the trailer, there are a few things that, going from – what I had heard in uh, Celebration, Star Wars Celebration, from their little preview trailer that they yeah, saw. Yeah. Um, it definitely was different than this one, which is good because a lot of people were saying that it was it was kind of like very undertoned and like a little underwhelming, but the Vader reveal was cool. So I'm like, got to have Vader in the trailer. You got to sell it that this is a Star Wars story. So you need to make it, you need to make it apparent that this is a different type of feel. But you also, you use... Use like the Star Wars buzzwords, aka the Force, to be like, yeah, we're this gonna is get, still, into that. Yeah, this, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, the, the Force is still here. Yeah, um, and the then uh, are still here. I really, Robots. yeah, well, and then I really wanted to see how they would be talking about the Force because um, it's been increasingly apparent when you know we, we were first talking about Rogue yeah. One, we're like, okay, they can use the Force like this, but obviously you don't want people like running around Force pushing because the Jedi are gone; they're yeah. not around. Yep. And uh, you got that with uh, one of the characters that we'll talk about. So, yeah, I just I wanted to see more of that. I wanted to mm-hmm. see some space shit, and we kind of got a little bit little, of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that, um, but it all worked. So the opening of the trailer was just perfect. It went back to that kind of, like, undertone of the uh, of the Force theme. Yep. And, like, you know, the... I love that. I love that so much. Like, slow Imperial March, which is just great. Yep. Um, and I, God damn, the, the scene of the star destroyer, just like right above the planet to start it out. Then you get Saw Gerrera, AKA Forrest fucking Whitaker talking and explaining what's going on about like the flags across the galaxy. Fucking epic. I, I love his voice. And did you notice that his uh, accent changed a little bit little from bit, uh, the bit. first two trailers? Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I like this. If if they redid his character, so that it sounds like that. That's a good call, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, let's see. One of the other big things that I love too um, was after they they repeated like the whole "We need you to do the mission" or whatever. Yep. Um, we got little character profiles on the team and two specific members, which look badass. So I am spacing on their names right now, um, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, there's boy. this there's this one dude that looks like he just <laughs> decided, hey, hey, it is that boy. He is my boy. That boy. <laughs> yeah. And that God. girl. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got to do this right now. No. No, no, no. This is real quick. This is real quick. Um, before it's you showed up for the cast, is it what I think it is? No, we, um, I was showing Anthony some of the new wild stuff with Demon Hunters, okay. and I made a new Demon Hunter to show him some stuff, and I named it Illa Dat Boy. So there's that. <laughs> exit now. No, well, my boy, my boy is a fucking badass that's running around with like 
It looks like he literally stole the armor from like Fallout and just like oh, okay. slapped it on from yeah. the Star Wars universe. It on. It's all red. He looks kind of cool. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he's a New Zealander. I could be wrong on that, but oh my god, he looks fucking cool. And this dude is always wrecking shop. Like, um, I I think I think that you see the in the the trailer where he's like firing at the Imperials and he's like, um. You uh you took my home or something like that like something really you badass. My mom. Yeah, and you hear him say like kind of like undertone. I and like it, Cody, can we have you voice work all the time? <laughs> oh, that's my that's oh, my Tony it. Stark impersonation. God you killed it. my mom. No, you're right. That is what it is. But he's firing at them. He said that line, and then yep. as you see this carrot, this like kind of cutaway shot where a ship is going away, mm-hmm. you get to hear him again be like. Oh, I fight the Empire now. Like, really, like, yeah. really, really slow. So that's his reason for being there. And, god damn, Donnie fucking Yen. Yep. He stole the trailer! Nice. Holy shit, yep. when he comes out and he's like, um, I fear nothing. And then you see, like, a gr- bunch of, like, stormtroopers chilling. And he's just, like, this awesome panning shot of him, like, blind and everything. And he's like, all is as the Force wills it. And he's like, boom, 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 kicking stormtroopers everywhere, fucking them up. I love it. I love it. He's clearly an acolyte of the Force. You know, he yeah, yeah. believes in the Force. But he's not, like, you know, running around with the lightsaber and shit. He's not yeah. a Jedi. But he believes in the Force. And it, it might allude even to some force sensitives that aren't trained in the force in the sense of like using as a weapon, but more or less just understanding what, who and what they are. I, I would be, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe not understanding right. who they are, but like right. just surrendering over yeah. to it. And then maybe the force is going to kind them of a like little bit equate it. Yeah. To characters that we've seen in other medium. Like, uh, remember at Rand from, uh, the sequel to star Wars, Knights of the Republic. Like he mm-hmm. was a force sensitive that by being around you, like yeah. all the others, you could uh, tune them and make them eventually become Jedi. But sure. they were all just just sensitive, and they were just like highly skilled individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Any and but he he when you like reveal and his like talking with him, okay. he knew what he was okay, actually. Cool. But I yeah. like how he maybe doesn't, but he knows about the Force and he right. trusts in it. So that's and he obviously they needed has to some sell that. And they training did training that alludes to oh, he's similar cl- Jedi training. Obviously Ma- not with their uh, weapons or their. I I hope it's not Jedi training. Well, I hope I it's like, like just like training. Right. You know, like, well, when I was more alluding to like it, it calls me back to like we'll see. Like you said, the acolytes that weren't. Yeah. They would yeah. never use the weapons. A- acolyte. Yeah. Like they would train there, but they never. Yeah. The same yeah. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and we'll right. go into that in right. a second too when there's another piece of news that came out over the week. Yeah. Um but I love how the trailer fucking ended with like like you hear this and then it's oh, like yeah. epic war moments. You can already tell that this is like they're just like okay, uh saving private Ryan shot here. Yeah, like oh, yeah. with the rebel like the rebels like you know tro- storming through the uh the, the uh, ocean, you know, yeah. like on the beachfront oh, yeah. and you see like X-wings flying in overhead and oh, they're just yeah. like clearly getting their fucking shit wrecked. Yep. And it's like it's kind of like dirty and gringy like like yeah. a Saving Private Ryan was, but it also seems so epic because it's got that Star Wars background going on. You see one where it's like it looked like some kind of facility, and like an X-wing goes on over uh, like overhead and just like boom, boom, like fuck shit up, and it's like, oh, oh, I got my X-wing strike there. That's cool. And then um, I love the ending of it too, where you see Director Krennic. um, He's got this like that iconic look of the Death Star, like that like view screen Death Star, Mm -hmm. and it's just right overhead of the planet. Man, Ben Mendelsohn as director credit looks so menacing. That shot where he's just like this. He's like, oh, God, I fucking kills me. I'm like, this guy is going to be like 
Ooh, yeah. he's gonna fuck some shit up. He's gonna be awesome, really mastermind. And then, then you get the end with the ex with the tie fire coming up, and Jin Erso's over. So she's probably gonna like take that tie fire to go somewhere. And then, right as the like the fucking Rogue One uh, title comes up, oh, and you're like, okay, that. well maybe it's not. It's maybe it's over. We didn't get any Vader. Boom! There's fucking Vader. He's looking at his view screen, and it, you just, just watching get, some TV, mm. watching some sports, oh, some yeah. sports ball. Yeah, because. They need Darth Vader. They needed to mention Darth Vader in that yeah. so they can like sell it to everyone that's everyone not else as crazy as me. Understand yeah. what this movie's about. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So oh, this, still is got the, Vader. this movie's Go after the Force Awakens. It's before the Phantom Menace. Yeah, and well, and they they still have some explanation to go with that too. But right. I'm glad they used. Forrest Whitaker's line in the beginning to kind of allude to the fact that Empire's flags are now everywhere, which kind of means, well, in the movies, we knew the Empire was a huge thing already. Right. So it kind of alludes that it's a little bit before that. So that was a good yeah, touch yeah. there. I love the trailer. Really fucking mm-hmm. got to me. But it was great um, that they planned it just kind of like they did with, what was it? The It wasn't the Super Bowl, but it was like, the playoff games for the Super Bowl last year with the Force Awakens. That's, yeah. yeah, they I pulled that with was. the Olympics, yep. and that was a good call too because you so. really have to sell it to everyone because they don't – it's crazy to me. No one is talking about this as much as obviously the Force Awakens because it was like Star Wars is back. Well, I mean, Star Wars is a thing now. This it's, is also the first that's not a traditional And it's not exactly. technically – yeah, it's yeah. not technically an episode, which yeah. has to people the general confused. audience, and I don't believe with this, mm-hmm. so don't, don't fucking – cut me when i say this <laughs> no, I, won't, I won't cut you <laughs> to the general audience i don't have is, anything to cut this you. is not a real yeah. star wars movie no exactly and that's 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 the huge problem and it shouldn't be that way and i think this trailer helped put the message that, forward that it is it's a you star might, you, if anyone knows you know is there yeah. a name for the universe of star wars like the actual physical universe not like the galaxy like yeah, the milky not, way galaxy well, star, they, they travel between galaxies too in oh, that, damn well don't the know. whole the no, great, is, the great right, thing is. about Star Wars is literally that kind of shit never explained. It's just, it's right. just the the Star Wars galactic cluster, and yeah. there's a huge star in the middle of it, as most galaxies would have, and millions upon billions of other systems and yeah, planets yeah. and other stars and everything like that. It and it goes in like a swirl kind yeah. of thing too, because right. so it's like a normal galaxy. Yeah, yeah. You remember the iconic shot from Episode Five where they're looking into that star and you see like some swirling galaxies yeah. and shit. That's the galactic core that they yeah. were looking at, which is from a awesome. farther rim yeah. portion. Yeah, got yeah. it. But anyway, yeah. No, I was gonna say I was like, when you have a, a single word that no, there's not. Summarizes I don't. The universe that I they don't exist think in. there is. The I don't think there is either. Mistaken. Um, right, you think right? Skywalker Land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, Cody. Skywalker Land. I'm pretty sure, been. like all of Star Wars is just it's a figment of Anakin's imagination. And he's so. just in a coma ward somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, and like you know, he never survived those burns. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. God. Damn. Oh, now dude. he's just like hey, he dreamed of his own redemption. Darth Vader's Vader. a lie. Vader is a lie. <laughs> also the cake. Just kill he's my soul now. Um, but yeah, the trailer was really good. Um, there were other two pieces of of news ish things that were kind of going along with the trailer yeah. so one's a sad thing and i think it's best to just kind of get that out of the way now unfortunately um if not a day maybe two days ago um what is it uh kenny baker kenny baker thank you sorry i'm like mm-hmm. baker why am i forgetting his first name uh, unfortunately he passed away and if you don't know who kenny kenny baker is he was the guy inside the original r2d2 the, unit no, from did the he, first did he yeah. do it in force awakens 
No. I don't think so. I, I don't feel like think he, so. He was on set and he was doing all that stuff and doing some cool stuff. But I'm pretty sure since since the you know 90s trilogy, they've kind of handled it with robots. I thought like with like a remote control. Yeah, they came back and there were a few things that Kenny Baker was involved in on Phantom Menace, but not very many. It was more of like a like a support role support because they yeah because deal. they changed R two D two finally to be a fully like robotic droid right. and that's yeah. thus the problems they had with all of the scenes and that's for what Tatooine, i was, I was like, they were dust, that thing broke yeah. down all the time all the time the first one they yeah used, i'm pretty so. sure it was just like a fancy rc thing yeah yeah well i know that's how bb8 was yeah like yeah. a super yeah. fancy they just messed with it more and made something neat out of it with like the magna ball thing yeah but it was is sad science. news because um yeah i mean he's science. one of the one of the originals from the from the cast and yep. he's such a nice guy i've listened to interviews with him and he's he's so humble so cool yep. and it's it's a shame yeah but um hopefully uh you know um he's going to a better place mm-hmm. so anyway um the other piece of news though was as well so before the trailer launched they came out with the news flash that the planet, one of the planets featured, the one that we've been seeing with mm-hmm. the uh, beaches and stuff, that new planet is called Jeddah. Mm-hmm. Literally a mecca of sorts for the Jedi. Mm. So think okay. think kyber crystals. Yep. Think like kind of like um, what, we, what we have now with uh, Jerusalem. You know, yeah, they, yeah. that's their Jerusalem. Children getting Jedi. lightsabers in their stockings every christmas i would love that instead yes. of you know lightsabers through the head like yeah like you know yeah the Vader. kids got lightsabers in episode three for sure they got one lightsabers anyway spoilers Vader, uh, or, uh anakin attacks get a temple on christmas yeah and killed every child we figured it out master skywalker there's too many of them you what get, should we you do get cold saber through the head Jeez. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like that—that's a cool little piece of info <laughs> to kind of tell us why uh, people like Donnie Yen um, are kind of in this film. And I think Donnie Yen's going to be one of these people that's kind of like an acolyte, much like we were talking yeah. about before, more like uh, like a keeper of uh, records, lore, you know? Yeah, yeah of lore. Yeah. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff going on there. But the Imperials have taken this place over by storm. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? Probably to make. The Death Star. Yeah. And if that's the case, they are confirming what used to be in lore of that the Death Star to get that huge ass laser across was using like a giant fucking kyber crystal. Or if it wasn't a giant one, it was like millions upon millions mm-hmm. of kyber crystals. But the things that you use to build lightsabers and turn mm-hmm. it in that into a super weapon, which yeah. is kind of cool. So I love that that might be a confirmation of that. I'm only slightly disappointed that Jetta. Is kind of a little too on the nose. Mm-hmm. Jedi, Jedi, <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, I, I think that's a little dumb sounding. I'm not gonna lie, but that it's could also a slight be the reasoning uh, that they, you know, we're gonna name this place after ourselves in a way, like what we are. Maybe I question guess. marks. But like I said, yeah, I a little too on the nose for me. But no, uh, I'm sure it, we'll all forget about that. It feels. I know it's gonna sound silly, but it does feel a lot like the very end of Kotor One. Yeah. <laughs> With the Paradise Planet that linked to their super weapon station, the, the manufacturing plant station, yeah. and it feels like that, which isn't bad. It's just... But not for the Death Star. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah, I don't mind it. I just, I really want to see a scene where, like, they're digging up, like, kyber crystals and shit. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking awesome. Because it's, like, it's kind of like a bastardization of, like, what the Jedi stood for. If if that was the Death Star, that's awesome. Yeah, like you're saying, like, an excavation scene, but if we could also see, like, a scene where, like, they go into one of the caves and it's just various colors throughout the walls when it, like, someone comes by or something or, you know, something along those lines. Because I felt like that was always kind of the neatest thing from the Star Wars universe when you got to, like, the crystal stuff is, like, there's these places where it's just like lo- ridden with them, and you just walk in, and it's like, holy shit! Yeah. Look at all the lightsabers. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Let's go. I mean, crystals, but S- sure. Slap them in a lightsaber, have a grand old time. Shoot one with a fright frequency, and it just splinters. <laughs> 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 Jesus, no! Universe destroyed. Uh, Skywalker land destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cody. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think the last piece of new stuff we had. There's a, there's a couple a couple oh, small yeah, things. Two, so let's I'm gonna switch this around a little bit. That's fair. There is a rumor that Final Fantasy 15 might be delayed. Yep. Don't play with my heartstrings like this, Square Enix. This <laughs> I can't is, do this it. This is their game though. Like what I, what I mean is the game of playing with your heart. <laughs> the game of Final Fantasy 15 is actually just it's a giant game for them of just like fuck you. It's the same. Fuck no, no, you. no, no. It's just the giant game of Square Enix fucking with you because I mean it's the same thing with. Uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Playing with your heart. And can I also say that this article from Game Rant, by the way, so it's not confirmed yet, it's a rumor, but it's hilarious. So they say, according to a report from Gamenesia, Final Fantasy 15 September 30th release day is getting pushed back nearly a full month until November 29th. That's not a full month. That's two. That's month. two. It's not even nearly a full month. It's practically two months. Ten out of ten, so, Game Rant. Uh, yeah, that would be really fucking annoying. But we'll make fun of your articles again. Yeah, so the only piece that I said on this <laughs> was, like, game already has to be done. Like, the actual physical copies have to be done and already being shipped because to meet their deadlines, they have to make it worldwide by the end of September and meet supplies. So yes. that has to be done. A delay would only be, like, oh, hey, we're working on the patch and the timetable would be till the end of yeah. November. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, I think you're you, you hit it on the nose. Um, if this is true, I hope it's not. But I think you're I could also game. completely understand not wanting to ship a game and go, oh hey, like ninety percent of the population is gonna find like there's no way you don't find this glitch that's fucking the game up. We need to put right. a patch out. Yeah, that happened right. with a another uh, game we'll be talking about later in oh, the cast. Yeah, as we well. will. Yeah. We will. Spoilers. But I mean. It's just really sad because it's just like they did the fucking huge Final Fantasy 15 uncovered event. When does 2.8 drop too? December. That's so all yeah, we know. So if it pushes back to November, like Man. it'd be right on top of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, 2.8. that's not that's so, not the best spread of your no. Of your I mean, it was already pretty close. It's not like but. when you have a track record of this game's been in production for fucking 20 oh, I years. Well, I know. Let's just fucking years. get it out. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll follow up if we ever get a confirmation. Yeah. If we don't, it's you know, just figure we're playing the game in about a month and a half, and I have to try to balance that. And wow, and my god, good luck with that. And Luke Cage. <laughs> and Luke. Yeah. Fuck. I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm making Katie watch Jessica Jones finally because she never watched it. Oh. So I figured it makes sense. Nice. Um. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Let's switch to that. So there, some of this is going to be old news. We have not had a cast since they have announced some of this Pokemon-related stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff. Mainly Aloha forms. Alo- Alola? Alola. Alola. Yep. Alola. Alola? Yeah. Much like Jetta, a little on the nose there. <laughs> Alola, Alola forms, yeah, Alola, which Alola. is, they're just like, they're making new Pokemon out of old ones and just like, 
completely turning Pokemon it, on their heads. Which I, after seeing this, I was like, this makes ten times more sense. Like you go to a different country, you'll see the same animal, just it'll look different and have its own region specific appearance. Yeah, like but humans. but like humans. holy but, shit, holy shit. <laughs> but fuck Black the form. weirdo version of Executor though. No, Jesus, oh, Alarm Executor is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> also, so biggest so change, so, long neck. So they they completely change <laughs> like the um, the aesthetics of the Pokemon, and mm. everyone so far has and been a changes. major type change. Example: Aloha or Aloha Dragon or Aloha Executor is a Dragon Grass. What? Aloha Nine Tails, Ice Fairy. Yep. I need it now. It looks cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Looks it looks really, really cool. It looks so fucking cool. The Vulpix I could take or leave, but that Ninetales. Looks so pretty. It's so I, pretty. I have, I have a very soft 10 out of 10 spot for the Sandshrew Sand Slash because the Sandshrew looks like Steel an Ice. Oh, steel yeah. Ice and, and Steel Ice, yeah. It looks very cool. And then um, Icicles coming out the back all far. And then since so then we've just been slow. That was the initial announcement of those three. this week. Yeah, and we've more. just been slowly been feeding So more. we got uh, Dark-type Meowth. Yes, for, I'm as I'm assuming we're going to have a dark type Persian. Persian. It kind of has to come along. Um, in addition, we also got Marowak, which is ghost fire type. Which is is this is probably the best one. Yeah, like because it's meta as shit. Because ghost, obviously, because of the Lavender Cubone Town Marowak story. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yep. And then fire because he's a fucking fire toy. Because it also makes sense because you already had a bone stick. Might as well ignite the two ends and make him a fire spinner like what's traditionally found in Hawaii, which I thought all of that was genius. Yeah. Um, and like you said, going on with like new types and everything, that's oh, a yeah. pretty awesome dramatic change. It, so. is. it is a huge change to he was just a normal ground? Ground normal? I think, I think he just Yeah, I think it ground. was ground and then it was ground normal. Was normal. Mm, yeah, what I don't know. I don't yeah. think there's ground normal. I don't know. I, that's, eh, a, that's definitely I, a thing. I, I, the I only know. type that has not been crossed together is fighting and ghost. Yeah, well, that one kind of breaks the game because they're... You'd have to make some solid caveats to make that one work. Yeah, because those are the two that cancel each other out more than anything else. Yeah. I still want it. I, I want still it really so want it bad. And the other one we got, which is also very fucking cool, is Alolan Raichu. Yeah, Psychic Electric. Psychic Electric. He's surfing on his tail! Yep. So, uh, space or yellow. Also, this also shouts out to, uh, the Pokemon yellow. Pikachu yeah. With Pokemon yellow. Yeah. yeah. It's all but it's just like, holy shit. Um, they're, they're doing cool stuff with the typing and cool stuff with the abilities. So it looks like the Pokemon League situation in Alola is weird. I was telling Cody this, but basically, like, I was rewatching the trailer before cast, and it looks like what happens is you have your, um, what are they called? They're like captains. Uh, captains. Yeah, you have your your captains, and those ones look like normal gym leaders, where it's like this one's a grass type and this one's a fire type, and so on and so forth. It looks like you might have like three or four of those per island, and then you hit the essentially boss area where you fight a totem Pokemon, and this is a Pokemon that can summon other Pokemon, and he's also one that fights you. He's like a very super powered version. You beat him, and then you fight one more person, and that's the Kahuna of the island. And he doesn't look like he's type-locked or anything. It'll just be like a really strong master. See, that's why I'm like, I really, really hope, like, obviously they're, like, taking strides to depart this game from the original formula. Absolutely. And I 100% get, and I'm on board with it. Yeah. But don't touch the Pokemon League. Like, in my opinion, like, you do, I mean, because they already fucked with the Pokemon League before in Black and White. We get through the Elite Four, and then Team Plasma is like, nope, fuck this. Yeah. 
and then you go through a whole other area yeah. and you fight. You don't even fight the champion in the main game. Mm-hmm. The champions have been kind of they were kind of dumb in um XY like that. Yeah. That chick was kind of dumb, but really I mean dumb. even still, like the champions before have been so fucking cool. Yeah, like. Blue slash Gary, yeah. and then Lance, and then Steven, and then fucking Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Cynthia was cool. Cynthia's like a monster. Cynthia. No, I think I think this is neat. I want to see how it shakes out because it seems like you're conquering each island individually. And right. It's probably going to be a – honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this one's going to be larger in scope and scale just because, like, I feel like maybe you'll do, like, four smaller islands where you take on those champions, and then you enter a tournament league. Maybe. Where it's, like, a true tournament style where you're working away from Yeah, that'd be okay. I'd be that'd really be okay. down with that'd that. Be kind of cool, because it kind of feels like maybe they're culminating towards something kind of like the Rose Bowl that happens out there all the time. I don't know. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it. I just, but. I still just, as much as like the, the core game with the eight gyms and yeah, fighting the team. You know, that's been getting boring for a while. Just like the final five with the, it being the four elite four and yeah, yeah. the champion have been one of my favorite part of Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Because I don't mind it so long as you keep the ideal of it all there. Yeah, yeah and I really hope that they have a um, a very proper antagonist for this game so, too, so that you can have a, like a competition. But then again, now we get into the you're just not triggering us right yeah. now. So we got the announcement of Team Skull, which looks really fucking dumb. I understand what they were going for, but their boss looks like the douchey. Like, I thought, okay, Team Skull would be really cool if their boss is essentially Gene Simmons, but instead he's more like a <laughs> shitty fucking, like, punk jackass beach bum. He he literally says... Hipster Hawaii. No, he's like, um, like pure destruction. It's, um, it's your boy. I don't even fucking it's remember what fucking, his name is. Yeah. I don't even want to look. I don't care. And, I mean, I get... Flair was really silly when they were showed off, but when you they compare it backward. When, but then, like the Flair, by the end of the game, was like kind of the deepest cool. team we've ever had. Yeah, but they made sure they were fashionable above all. Else. Oh, absolutely. Swag, 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 swag. swag. <laughs> but so maybe we're gonna get this with Team Skull. No. But like his like, not with him is okay. So I hope that he's a fake leader. That's all I can say about maybe. it because I really don't. The like boss him. guy, yeah. he's like apparently like him and the professor guy were like. Best friends, or some best shit. friends, and they were supposed to be captains. You could have a cool point. story there, but I just don't just like. Seems aesthetically, like, he's boring. It too. just seems like a vengeance thing, and it's like yeah. it's dumb. I don't, I don't know. It depends on how they play it out. Because yeah. I don't mind that necessarily. I want I want someone at least to like. You know, you remember like your um your competitor in um gold and silver, right? Like I yeah. want yeah, I want kid. someone yeah. like that again, where it's right. like he pops up and he becomes a threat every single time. Yeah. And it's it just feels good. But I don't, but I don't I think mean, this guy's going to be like, that. You're right. But here's the dumb thing. Like, what was his actual canon name? Silver? I I kept uh, him yes. as question mark because I thought that so was hilarious. It's Giovanni's son. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, there was silver. so much mystery surrounded in him. Which culminated. I, I think that that was the thing. is That was so much deeper. This it was so much deeper. And we didn't get the answers surface. with him until fucking years Surf- later. Until... Is- <laughs> until gold or heart gold until silver yeah. like we still right. weren't we didn't know for sure right that kind of confirmed it was heart gold until silver at the end no very, actually very he got confirmed to be giovanni's son in fire relief green because when you go to right. the sevi islands you're right. you're right there's a computer that talks about uh, i think he was actually very very first confirmed in the manga probably and then it cycled forward into the other stuff but yeah 
kind of like all the cloning stuff has slowly been more and more confirmed by Nintendo over the years through other mediums. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, so that was the major stuff. Oh, the last thing, the fucking Z power moves. So they look they're like, limit breaks. Yeah. Okay. Um, they look like I mean, it lo- the animations look cool and all, but it looks like you're launching nukes, and that's <laughs> the part that really kind of bugs me. Is I'm like I'm looking at this really cool looking thing on the screen, but it's like this massive. It's like the old uh, like Dragon Ball Z when they lo- launch an attack like a shit ton, and then suddenly like the area would just nuke itself. You're like. <laughs> That Pokemon, that Pikachu just did his, like, He's dead. Tackle, and They're dead. <laughs> they are dead. There's no way they're not dead. Fainted. So Blacked out. <laughs> side note, did you see that the uh, they're selling the Z-Ring, which is a wristband that you can buy for kids? It looks like. And for me. It's not for kids. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's for your of, boy. What's really dumb is it's, like, 12. No, it's, like, 15 bucks for the, the band. And then there's like the packs where it's packs of three for all of the different types. Of oh games. no! And so you can buy all of those across those packs. Oh no! And so it winds up being like a thirty-five dollar value or forty-five dollar value with all of the packs included. Oh no! Um, but when you use the Z ring in in the game, it makes the Z ring you're wearing vibrate and shit yes. and make noises and shit. I need it in yeah. my life. From what I, I you okay. might even be able to. Uh, hit it and it'll activate instead of touching the touch screen which gonna, it uh, wear it to work oh my god the lady's gonna be like what's this on my your wrist i'm like oh this oh, have your z-ring your poke my, my radar it's gonna be a go to work wearing the card thing from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do this let's oh my god go. <laughs> don't fucking tempt me i'm not gonna lie i did have a table <laughs> no, I'm gonna, so you know, in produce, you know, we walk out on the floor with clipboards and we start writing out. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, around with my duelist, like, all right, so we get some cucumbers and Taped some apples. Obnoxiously taped I'm not, to the I'm band. not gonna lie. I want. This. I was once in a possession of one of the I'm toy of versions you. of the duel. Disc. I had all the toy versions. Of the I'm going to stuff. confess to you, confess. I have two duel discs oh because I got the. Ori Calco's variation of oh, them. Wow. the Super yeah, Evil yeah, Duel yeah. Disc, That's which was awful. Swaggy AF. I had the Digimon game from the second generation. The um the fucking Gigapet Digimon things. Yeah, the D two though. Yeah, one. I had the D two. And then I also have a bunch of like the old Power Ranger stuff, like the ones that you, like the basically like the role play toys. Yeah, mm. but no um. That was about it for that, and then I just wanted to kind of shout this out because I actually downloaded it. But uh, yeah, after nine years in development, uh, Pokemon Uranium, the fan-made game, has been released online. You can download it; it's free. It's really kind of cool. I'm um, probably gonna do it because um, I'm kind of in a, a slow period right now because we're three weeks until Legion. Yep, three weeks or four, four weeks. It's the thirteenth today. So two weeks. God, it's two weeks from Tuesday. You're right. You're at two weeks. Fuck. No, um, so there's that. There's a bunch of other games, but uh, Pokemon Uranium is kind of neat. So what it is, it's it feels like the deep story you've been wanting, in all honesty, because it starts off with this idea that your mom was leading the team that was trying to test out new nuclear power in one region of the Pokemon world that we haven't heard of yet. And Nuke at City. the very beginning of the game, uh, it melts down, and she's the only person that was still inside um trying to like get it to be fixed while everyone else was evacuating and she died supposedly died they couldn't find your her mom is uranium mewtwo probably holy um, shit or we but what it did Not is sure it which caused one. radioactive pokemon to exist they adapted and became radioactive so with the radioactive type like what's cool is they've first off they've kept up with every other type there's fairy in the game and everything too because there are are there actual official pokemon in the game some of them yeah okay that's what i thought 
It's it's like there's 190 Pokemon in the game, and I think like 55 of them or something like that are original, like are from the original series, and then the remaining is all brand new That's Pokemon. Cool. The starters only have one evolution, which is the only downside I have. Really? To it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm okay with that. This it encourages you almost to not use your starter. Yeah. If they're shit, they're pretty cool. Like uh, I got the Fire type, and I think he's uh, what is he? Because he's like a Velociraptor thing. Nice. Uh, he, cool. He's like, I think he's like Dark Fire or it's something. I'll, nice. I'll have to pull it up. That's I'll cool. pull it up afterward. But, Dark Fires are cool. Uh, there's Steel Grass. What? Yeah. What's cool is it's like his cat. And he's got. <laughs> yeah. This is this little key cat. When he evolves to his higher form, um, his he tail will becomes cut you. a blade. And then his like right arm, right paw, right front paw, and back left paw become metal like arms and legs. So he's like a cyber kitten. Kind of, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. The, the way that these people have done it. And then what's kind of neat, too, is when you're starting out, you have two ways of choosing your starter. You can choose, like, uh, the quiz form or the just choose. Quiz is actually kind of neat. Like, it asks you, like, scenarios, and you have, like, three options. And based on your selections, it'll select which one you That's should cool. take. Yeah, I'll probably download it um, tomorrow. What's neat yeah. is that the uh, radioactive type, which is the new type they've added in, um, it does double damage to every other type, but it also takes double damage from every type. So it's Shadow. It's fucking Shadow from Pokemon Coliseum. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm. Okay. It's really cool. And the story feels like it's been. It was written by people who are fans and it had a pretty decent writing level. Like it. It feels like Pokemon wording. It's not like they went out of their way to like make this really like high logic or anything like that. But it feels like the way the arc is being written and stuff. It feels very similar to like someone who's been like watching the series and going, "I wish this would go here. I wish this would go here." And going, "Oh, here, I can finally take it there into these more." Weirder, I think places. that for me is one of the most compelling reasons for me to download it. Yep. It just sucks because I'm I'm inundated with with some right. stuff I have to catch up on, and then I would just download it to, to your computer, even if you're not going to play it for a while, just because I don't know when or if there will be a cease and desist on this, and you want to be able to grab that file before it's no longer available. That's a good so point. That's all I would good say. Point. Everybody is just grab it, even if you're not going to play it right now. Cool. Sell your computer for it. It's with pretty it cool. On, it looks like they they started development ooh, when Emerald Ruby bucks. and Sapphire came out. Because it, it has like graphics that. for uh, Gen 4, doesn't it? Pretty much? It looks somewhere between the two. 4 and 5? Or uh, three, 3 and 4? Three, 4. Okay. 3 4. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, I like it so far. It's been really fun. Last thing, and this is going to be a quick notice. Absolutely. Um, 30th anniversary of Metroid. Yes. That's a thing that happened. It passed us by. Nintendo made no attempt to talk about it at all. Seems odd considering the amount of fan desire for proper metroid games yeah. and you don't even like mention it you don't even do so. like a fucking new trailer for galactic ship force <laughs> federation ship force speed force so, <laughs> I was say. yeah let's just go there no, um, to touch on that like i was reading a kotaku article uh, article article so i was reading that and it was about federation force probably Primarily, uh, people in the comments started like talking about other stuff, of course, because that's what people in comments do when they bring up something they don't like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so of course they kind of openly shit talked a little bit of uh, Federation Force and that like they wanted like a Samus game and whatnot. I've I made this clear. I'm like, a remember well, well. Metroid is named after the parasitic beings and not the main character. It's not called Bounty. I mean, in Japan it is called Bounty Hunter, I think, or something like that, Space Bounty Hunter. But here it's Metroid. Like that's how you, that's what you're aware of. That's what you know. So there's that. Know that that's a thing. Make sure that you understand that because it's not always going to be about strictly Samus Aran. As much as I love Samus Aran and her adventures, 
it's okay to branch out but you also i think people are most mad because they're getting something like this and having no mention of a future samus aran game and i think that's what's making federation force look even more more worse for what it isn't rather than what it is yeah and it's i think it's the style of gameplay too you know i don't think that's what we're clamoring for out of out of a metroid uh, game to clarify exactly how it's played too it's uh an instanced game type so it's like uh you select a level and then you're going to clear that level and then you're done um but the cool thing is since it's tailored to be multiplayer uh, four player your mech suit thing has modifiers for it that alter how you do damage or your special abilities so it's encouraging you to play with three other people and basically like parse out um uh samus's old abilities so like one of you might have rockets one of you might have the power bomb and you have to work one of you might have uh more ball or yeah exactly so you're trying to work together to clear levels but they did add a caveat for people who play solo and it's called solo mode which makes you do double damage and enemies will do half damage to you just so you can clear it solo because it is they they made sure to make it always scaled to four player damage levels and four player uh quantity of enemies mm. um so that's just what the game is that being said it looks like um something out of the metroid series samus ren makes appearances in the game um but it, they also talked about the chibi style the style was designed that way because it looks better on the squash screen format of the 3ds sure yeah they, i i get that yeah they made sure to make you know that like that's the reason why we did that we we scale it to the normal scale and it looks fucked up it doesn't look right yeah so i just i think i can't blame people for not right. wanting this game at all no, you're though. right i think i and i think it's kind of what i was just saying about you don't give them this game without telling them you're working on something for Samus Aran because people are going to look at this and go, this isn't what I want. Exactly. And that's the problem. Is that yeah. It's not a matter of, like, there's anything wrong with this. It's just it's not what they're wanting. Exactly, yeah. There's no mention. And that's why it seems especially callous that 30th anniversary of Metro passes us by, and it's like, oh, yeah, not uh, even a mention. The other side of that it's is like that never I happened. think a lot of public perception is that Samus Aran and Metroid as a series is a top 10 Nintendo franchise, at least from public view. When the reality is Nintendo looks at it as like a C-tier game under their umbrella. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to bring in the money that Mario or Donald And I, I think I think that in and of itself is a mistake on them because well, they I mean, don't look realize how long, the, Look how long how much it took Prime it. to gain traction. And now people like see it as... Did it? One it, it, it of forever. It, one of, if not the best game on the game. Two game. didn't sell very well. Three sold I, three okay. Sold I, okay. I know two didn't do well, but I just I remember in my mind... All of my friends were talking about Metroid Prime. Like right. that was but the, the thing. The flip side of that is remember how hard it was to find uh, copies. Again, again, that's what I'm saying. Like Nintendo, I think mistakes right. that it can't push this out a little bit more. Well, and I think, and I kind of talked about this in the comment thread myself, and that was basically the problem with Metroid in general is they put the games out with a very poor marketing, or the marketing is great and it just doesn't reach the right number of people. Those kind of like mismatches, and people don't know about it so they don't buy it right away they come into it two three years down the line they find a used copy they try it out they find out they fucking love it Mm -hmm. they put a lot of demand on there they 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 get together they talk about it they try to demand it from nintendo nintendo finally hears these rumors and like oh people are actually like talking about the game finally maybe we should look at redoing another one or doing whatever and by this point when they're talking about maybe making the game is when interest is starting to wane people aren't paying attention to what's being talked about for metroid exactly it's a classic nintendo marketing yeah. mistake yeah <laughs> and then they misgauge the demand so then like they all sell out but then yeah. that also gives you a false sense of demand because there's not enough so pe- people aren't demanding more 
so yeah yeah it's just nintendo kind of dug themselves into this hole for cyclical vicious cycle of the game and i think that's the problem well hey at least we're mentioning 30th anniversary of Detroit here no absolutely go play some other m fuck you it's a good game fuck all you it's a good game almost it's a good game almost a good game it's a good game it's almost a good game. agree to disagree totally but Kay. it's it's almost a good game it's a good game there's also another game that came out this week that's incredibly indecisive as much as uh segue <laughs> segue segue topic so <laughs> can we get a segue <laughs> what, what oh Jesus. <laughs> no why just just ride it around yeah, in yeah. this room on the stream just God damn it. <laughs> or just every time if we make videos ever whenever we do a segue segue, a segue has to roll across um. the screen <laughs> Stop. We need that. Fucking you hell. know we need it. As like a screen wipe. Oh god. <laughs> My Get favorite. Out. Get out. <laughs> segway, segway. Uh segway screen wipe. So I have played a game called No Man's Sky. You said it was amazing, but it was like coming out of a coma when you stopped. Oh my god. It's so weird. Um hashtag you can make that the tagline of your game. Just just put it out there. It's like coming out of a coma when you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just like drugs. It's like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Just like drugs. World of Warcraft <laughs> Legion. Yeah. Just like drugs. <laughs> real real talk. That's what games need to have their taglines made of. Okay. Just like drugs. Just like drugs. <laughs> we'll give you boner. <laughs> Just like that. Real taglines. Yeah. Okay, so the topic. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is a game. And like everyone's like the Does biggest. Does size matter in gaming? I mean, that's the whole thing because everyone was all like, Oh, No Man's Sky. It's like, it's it's so fucking huge. Like, it's like 16 quintillion planets or something. Here's shit? all these Eight lights. There, there's man. all these, there's planets. Yeah. Know? There's all this stuff. Did to you do. see, uh, okay, we'll get to that later, but I have something to touch on with that. Okay. Like, did you see how you can spawn more and more sized galaxies? Stop. And stuff? It, no. Yeah. But like, so it, it brought us this whole thing. Um, Just like, why do big games fascinate us? Like, what is it about big games that draws us in? Sure. And I, I mean, this is a very simple question. Is a big game always going to be a, a good game? Absolutely not. Hell no. Well, and going along with that is also like, what is a big game to us as like gamers? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, you look at like some of like the, the biggest games, if you will. Yeah. I'm going to exclude MMOs because those are that's then, that's I mean that's a completely different ballgame. You're talking about constant additions with something like exactly. That, so but then you look at but... something like Skyrim. Mm-hmm. You look at something like Fallout. Pretty much anything from Bethesda. Yeah. You look at Final Fantasies. You look at the up. Uh, you look at two different Zeldas: Wind Waker and uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Those are both large in comparison. In different types of large. You look at Kingdom Hearts. Fucking Some of the Kingdom Jesus Hearts games Christ, are fucking right. massive. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Um, but then you look on the converse side of it, and you look at like games with almost nothing to them, and how they can entertain like crazy. You look like at, Pokemon. Like, yeah, I, I was gonna say Pokemon. I was gonna say mm-hmm. T- Team Fortress games, which Team Fortress is a good example. Mobas in general. Yeah, Mobas. Hearthstone. Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator. And you look at how a game. That is a game. That thing exists. Yeah. Um. I don't know. For me, when I when I hear people talk about games um, and the size of them, yeah. it usually correlates to time spent in order to achieve end goal, yeah, like my, to finish the game. Yeah, I beat Minecraft in by not playing it. I uninstalled it. 
That is how you <laughs> defeat that game. Oh, God. And that's an interesting reference for No Man's Sky, too. Oh, yeah. um, no Man's Sky is a game where, like we were saying, eight quintillion, bajillion, million stars. Hey, Some, a lot. Yeah, a lot a in terms of a metric shit ton. Ooh. Um, exactly. And this game would assumingly take one a very, very long time to complete. They never sold it as time, for, but they sold this as space. You know, a hundred thousand times a million. Zane, please. <laughs> that's the I was just doing the math. I was like, I think it's hundred thousand. But yeah, it is. I think the assumption is that they they made this whole huge notion on space for like travel, right? Yeah. Billions of star systems and everything. Exploration. We got a report about maybe two or three weeks ago from the guy who had you know bought this like early advance copy for like a thousand or some dollars Something. it was ridiculous gun got him out and he said he claimed that he had beaten the game in 45 minutes if i'm not mistaken it was really really short so everyone was very puzzled why this would be now that version of the game is also massively different than what we got today the game size itself is only two gigabytes. And then the first update was a gig. Like the day one update was a gig. Yep. So I download this game. It's 2.6 some gigabytes. That is one of the smallest games I have ever downloaded. It's because it's a service downloaded. syncing to their server and you're, you're streaming it from exactly. their server. But I mean, even, that's, that's even, one thing okay, there. you have that argument. And then WoW now with Legion is 68 gigs. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So, yeah, it's already, like, a small enough to begin with. And then it got a day one update that, if you want to put it in this perspective, it literally is half the size of the game that they that they got as a day one update. Oh, I mean, it's also, like, oh, yeah. I mean... Like I said, it's, it's a portal. Yeah. yeah. So it massively changed from that. And now we are at this point of what is the game. I... It's, it's very hard to explain. It is Minecraft in the sense that you're gathering resources... You're taking time to go gather those resources. You sell them. You use them. You make shit, like your weapons, and you craft them larger and larger and larger. Um, Same thing with the ship. Yeah, it's all... Yeah, it's this... It's kind of a survival-based exploration game. It is. Um, And it's okay. It's it's simply okay if you want to really boil it down to... A lot of dick monsters. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of foul they have a randomly they have game. a randomly generated uh creature system that's the other thing happens to randomly generate a lot of monsters well, that wind up being like their heads are just yeah pieces. happens and then <laughs> someone at well, their company uh, thought this would be fucking hilarious right probably. dick chance well, to I mean, appear one in one <laughs> yeah. also a hundred thousand million is a trillion there you go so so it's got it's, way it's like that. it's well, at it's, least a million million is it okay <laughs> Yes. Um, uh, math. <laughs> well, quintillion is is five, the fifth one up because million is say one, then billion, trillion. So it would be a billion million. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> but the other thing Times is eight. that this entire game, not even just the monsters, yep. it's all procedurally generated. Yeah, it's everything. all random, and that's how they keep the size so low. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, you true. can say you know again like there was like the whole there's there's that many plants and then there was like the the whole oh like two people like ended up on the same planet. It's because the pr- the procedurally generated planet made the same planet twice mm-hmm. at the same time for two different people. Yeah, that's it. Well, no, Possibly. they use they use coordinates to find each other. 
but they didn't actually find each other though well that's the thing is that and it could have been a server issue literally with just yeah yeah yeah, because there's been a lot of like slight issues um a lot of like weird hiccups like for example i'll i'll leave the ground and like activate my launch thrusters in my spaceship and it should only do this thing where it's just like hovers you a little bit off the ground and then you can move around from there I went out into space immediately. <laughs> just like, boom. <laughs> just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so there's so weird hiccups like that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Space. So space. it's just, it's odd. This game is a literally a carrot dangling so, in a stick in front of you with how the that, game works. Like, that's that's the game. A, another Kotaku article about this, actually. Kotaku article? Article. Article. Uh, and uh, what's funny is, like, the closest you can come right now to, quote-unquote, beating the game is if you follow the Atlas storyline, it culminates yeah. with you finding 10 Atlas stones. And when you essentially turn them in, what happens is you create another new galaxy. Oh, no. And that's the end of the Atlas storyline because then it just kind of regurgitates it where it's like, oh, now go explore and get us another 10 Atlas stones and you can do this again and again and again. And what your whole job is, is you're creating a whole other, like constantly new galaxies. And that's why they're saying it can hold up to eight quintillion planets is because it's going to take a long time for people to keep generally creating a new section of the galaxy or the universe that they're adding to. So like, it's kind of interesting that that's the closest you can come in beating the main storyline that's built into the game. And that's why you can still knock it out in like 35, 40 minutes if that's your only goal. Yeah. And then the other thing to to take in point too, there is this other alternate thing, and I'm not sure if it correlates with that yeah. or not, but where the the other goal is to get to the center of the galaxy. That's, that's yeah. what Sean yeah. Murray was like yeah. trying to sell to everyone at this beginning. And everyone you start out, out here. Yeah, you start out outside, here. and then you yeah. proceed to the core. Yeah. yeah, the the biggest sun, if you will. Yeah. Um, and your warp drive can only let you go so far between systems. Mm-hmm. So I have upgraded my warp drive now, and now I can go essentially four systems or five systems away. You have to have ten Atlas stones, and that's what happens: is it launches you into another universe where you do the same thing again, where it's like you start at the rim. You go so like, the entire concept of this game is a never-ending loop of it's space. Yep. It's like the, a fractal the goal spider is web. to make space, yeah. like literally. Generate, Literally, generate more. You're space generating space. To explore more space. More space to generate machine. more space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's all so, if you take the concept of exploring and getting lost in the procedural generated mm-hmm. nature of it, I rather enjoy that experience. The there is nothing more enth- enthralling to me as a sci-fi enthusiast. nerd. Yeah. yeah, and enthusiast. When you find something new, that was one of the coolest things about Star Trek. Right. Was it was it's very much sold on the the, the value of exploration, mm-hmm. finding the new thing, you know? The new frontier, if you will. Yeah, to boldly go where no man has gone before, and that's what you get in this game. Yeah. And that's the really cool thing. And I have never experienced something as thrilling as taking um, a spaceship, and this is why when the rumors of Battlefront 3 were first coming out, oh, I was yeah. so in awe yeah. because the idea of going from space – to a like on the ground into a planet is just mind blowing to me, and I love that like that feeling, you know, mm-hmm. from space to planet, you know, yep. it's a new universe kind of yeah, yeah. feeling, and I love that they captured that feeling for me incredibly well in this. Like literally, you're going through atmosphere and it's like, oh, yeah, it's yep. and you like you see like the planet get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just like a really cool feeling, that's you know. Cool. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing, travel and time to travel is very much scaled to what you're doing. Walking, I can walk from one point to another, and it'll take me 45 fucking minutes to get there. 
I get in my spaceship can take me two or one. Now, if I'm using the boost on a spaceship, my time travel, again, can go from three hours to, like, one. If my jump drive, something that would take me in my current speed, like, eight hours to get to, like, a minute or a couple seconds. You know, it's a very... Time scales to distance, That's like, weird. incredibly, like, crazily. It's very, very extreme. So here's the plan. So you have to make sure you're using your ship to go to places because if you're walking around that's going to take you forever but then if you're not walking around you're not exploring so it's a very strange dichotomy they have there and i don't know if that was a good idea you know i they need to add some ability to like have a detachable rover from your Ships well, so and that's the other thing. Need to like ride around one of the inventory. Okay. Well, an inventory is so fucking annoying. At the beginning of the game, it tells you like, like well, you need to use resources to stay alive in these like hostile environments mm-hmm. and everything. But then, getting the resources in that space occupies space for you to find more shit. So then you can't find more shit, and thus the game loop ends, and it becomes really annoying. It, and that's why I say it's very much a carrot dangling in front of you like oh you need to go this and nope you need to do that you remember one of the biggest criticisms i have of destiny that's this game wow that's literally help, this game doesn't help that uh that's the gameplay <laughs> they actually this is something that sean was telling me um that the inner or the the ui is ripped straight out of destiny oh like, no, no effort. oh oh yeah oh, the exact well, same I, know, I, I don't i don't necessarily don't mind that i kind of like the feel of it and it looks like very very um clean Mm-hmm. It looks it looks clean, but the, it is Destiny's UI. Wow. Very much so. Um, yeah. Now, that's where I go back to my original argument, though, where it's like this game is literally the success of it. It's not the gameplay. It's its concept. It's the scale Space. of the game. Well, that, like, that's, yeah. And that's the strangest thing to me because I've never before had a game where I've thought, does size matter? In this game, Yes. In other games, I say incredibly no, but that's the thing with this game. It's literally the size of it is the only right. part that is really good about it. Because if you boil down the elements, without it's the shitty. size, this really isn't a game. Yeah, it's not. It's not a game. Yeah, and or it's a really shitty one mm-hmm. because combat sucks. It just looks like um, crafting like, is like eh. every video I've seen kind of boils down to an HD version of Let's Go Explore Spore. Yeah, that's and that's the thing. Yeah, it's like it's it's spore-ish, Yeah, yeah in, in its nature, weird. without the ability procedural. to create the monsters yourself, you just yeah. watch a machine create a bunch of dick monsters. Yeah, but that and that and then <laughs> again, it just does it for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It automates it. Exactly, but that's also its biggest drive and its biggest yeah. curiosity right. because you're exploring. You know, so it's or murderous so anteater te- teddy bears. Yeah, so it's, I saw a video from that like way off, like oh, say, 50, 50, 60 yards away. There was this like teddy bear thing that had like an anteater head and it had like a club in its hand mm-hmm. and it's running like scourging around <laughs> and from that far away it noticed the player and just <laughs> sprinted and just oh my god some of the of creatures like ai like, oh my god <laughs> oh my, no the creatures the ai sometimes is like incredibly smart and it knows what it is and then there are other times where you get something that's like hunter and it's exactly what you say. We're like, you're on the other end. You like zoomed in, and then you see it like when you're zooming Beeline in to look at it. And just sprint. No, like it's. It, I had this incredibly awkward moment where a hunter class <laughs> animal just like I zoomed in to like categorize it, and it like categorize blah blah blah, and then it like looked at me, <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck, and then it beeline. Yeah, it did that beeline thing, but it was just so funny that it just like looked at me and noticed me from a mile fucking oh, away. Geez. It's because yeah. it can tell oh, it's easy. 
Yeah. And the like, second, someone took a picture. Yeah. Yeah, like a like a really bad oh. horror movie trope. It was like oh. <laughs> Jesus. Um but yeah, and yeah. then the Sentinels, like they're really annoying sometimes because yeah. all you want to do is explore, but then they get mad at you for exploring. And then oh you need materials to, to destroy so to it sounds like, like live. The they don't like that. The game's biggest success is the fact that this is about to get deep as shit, by the way. No. All right, that, ready for this? And that's why... The game's biggest success is how big it is. Exactly. In size how, matters. how much size it is. Yeah. The game's biggest downfall is it doesn't let you explore how big it is enough. Yes. Well, well enough. That's ex- yeah. that's exactly the case. It, it feels clunky and annoying. But if you can lose yourself and forget... Try and forget the goal that becomes less important to so you and it, game, it matters to you less. This game meets me in VR. Oh my god. Probably. That and that's what so many people were thinking they would try and they were like, "Oh, maybe the game's also being released later on." And that's why PlayStation because okay. Mm-hmm. PlayStation marketed this game a shit ton. Mm-hmm. And for why like, would I'll, you market a small tier indie game that's 2 gigabytes in size? Why else other than VR? So a lot of people were thinking that they was trying to correlate well, it, and, and it it, might, that's not the case. It might wind up getting announced at Gamescom next I mean, week yeah, because we're getting, or... uh, we're getting, we know we're getting the Neo announcement uh, and all that, the official announcement, mm. and that's likely when we're going to see the last big push for VR before it drops. Right, exactly. So it drops end of October. And I think so. yeah, and then we have the official uh, release of it and mm-hmm. the talk about it, as well as. Um, what is it? Uh, Neo in September. Yeah. So that's another thing that might do. But so like with this big last yeah. like announcement, the guy, one of the guys from No Man's Sky might be flown out there to make the announcement. John, yeah. Like, oh hey, by the way, big announcement. You're gonna get a patch in the next few weeks that makes it ready for VR. So the moment you get PlayStation VR, it boots up. Will that enhance the That'd game cool. for you? Oh, that would incredibly enhance the game because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because well, it's like I said, <laughs> but it's like I said, like I've always wanted to experience that moment where you go from space to atmosphere to planet, and you're then you're not gonna be experiencing in. that moment. You're gonna be watching that moment smashed against your face. With no, but I will shaking. be so into it though. And That's then you'll the thing. puke I'll be just immersed. like the astronauts do. Here's the problem, Anthony. You know. You're my you're my you're my best like my best drunk friend, right? So like, I thought he's gonna get like super drunk and then try to play this game. God, I don't know if I'd be able to handle. Well, we need to put a kiddie pool under him just so he can puke anywhere <laughs> yeah, and be, be good to go. That might be important. That's what I said. Is I think that every place, that every VR needs to come with a tarp and a kiddie pool, and you put a chair in the middle, and it's like it's the VR pool. Why do you need this? Yeah, you don't know how you're gonna react. You just don't know. You just, set, you just like this is the go through instructions. Step one: set up kiddie pool. Okay. Okay. Step step one: put up tarp. Okay. Step three: put chair in middle. Step four: plug it. In. What what the fuck was all this for? <laughs> and then you get in let's there. Let's just play some VR X wing. You know, oh, oh, uh, saved my car. Okay. Okay. Go. I, they going. thought of me. <laughs> they thought of me. It's just got a giant PS symbol on the bottom of the kitty pool. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, that's so much just happened right there. I'm like, what? My vision just finally came out to the real world. That's great. So I want to hear because I think I think talking about this game and everything, I I don't have anything more to say on it than that. Other than its size is its greatest asset. It makes it the game, and I think as an official score. We'll give it here because I don't really want to review it like a writing review. Yeah, yeah. did a mini review. It's on our Facebook. If you yeah, it was like impressions. Yeah, Um, I'm gonna give it a C plus. C plus because yeah, because the gameplay is not the greatest. It's pretty thin, bare bones, but 
that size and that feeling that you get from it. And if I, you're a sci-fi fan like me, a really you great analogy. That experience is sold. So some games they give you a very small but very thick piece of dough. And in this game, took that dough Ooh. with a rolling pin and spread it until it was almost paper thin. And we're like, yeah, here's mm-hmm. your great game. It's this large, but it's, you have this much to do Yeah, within that scape. It's and a I thin mean, crust pizza with cheese. Yeah, Nothing else. Go. That's I it. Mean, <laughs> I don't want to say that me and Zane called it, but no, and I, me and Zane kind of No, and I'm it. so glad you guys told me about that yeah, because yeah. it, it kind of like layered back my expectations. Right. And that's one of the biggest flaws in this game was that that marketing hype was ridiculous and should not have been warranted for yeah, what this game is. There's a lot of that this year. And yeah, Jesus fucking... Christ, you know that moment where you saw like the thing flying in space mm-hmm. and like fighting and everything? The combat it's... is so bad in space. Yeah. And, like, and it's dumb. I, ah, c- I could that's say my that one looking big at this, since it, it's built the way it is with like a very small install base of yeah. like you know three gigs, that in theory, I, they don't have any guys, I'll say that, so they're pretty much constantly on maintenance, but if they broaden their studio, say double the size, they could then do a production crew and a live team. I could I see them expanding need, on this game. I don't but know at the if same a live time, team fixes this game though. Well, no, like errors that happen with the server and just normal oh, stuff. Well, I mean, I'm like, not saying. But like, I mean, like a, a live team for me is like Destiny's live team. They right. they spent like the last however long making Rise of Iron. Right. Wow's live team spent the last couple years making oh. Legion. I don't think that oh, no Man's no, Sky needs I'm, a live I'm more, team. I'm, well, because like the, the other side of the live team stuff is supposed to be people who, who maintain the system. Right. As well, it's I mean, running. that's that's a thing that right. That and that's more or less though. what I'm getting at. I is think that the, you have one that's yeah. maintenance and one that's developing. Well, and just a regular expansion of the team in and general because yeah. this team is very, very small. It's an Six indie team, and they marketed it like it was this triple A experience, like yeah. something like a like a Bioware would give right. you. Like that was a mistake, mistake. So, well, and I think they need to increase that team. Fueled by the industry because they went up on stage with whatever, and they yeah. announced like, "Hey, we're doing No Man's Sky," and then like it was like six months, eight months later that we found out like PlayStation had picked it up, and people blew up the internet over it, and that's why they're that was like my biggest thing, like kind of advertising. You know what you want? I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. You know the first time I saw No Man's Sky was E3 last year when they did it during the PlayStation conference. Right. I had never seen it before. I saw it Granted, before I wasn't that, paying as much attention like... to this shit before right. then, before we started Geek Domination, but it was just like, I had no idea what it is. And everyone's like, I remember even you at the time. We were like, oh yeah, No Man's Sky is going to be great. Like It's going to be this well, and all yeah, this stuff. And I, I was saw like, it before that E3 announcement, and I was like, it sounds awesome. And, and I was like, what is this game? And then it came out, and I was like, later, I okay, was so the game's really it. big, and it's space, but well, okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. and that's the crazy thing here. So relating it back to our topic, does size matter? Yes, it does. Yes because and no. That's, well, and that's the thing. This game is, that's its game arc. Yes. It knows what it is. So in that sense, my C plus rating, still a success. This game is still a success, yeah. and that's because it knew what it was, and it was selling that idea of size, yeah. and it sold yeah. that well. It's just it sold the truth. Some just, faults I think in it. Yeah. people didn't curb their realities of who they are. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's what a lot of this is. Because, people yeah. lying themselves that I could spend days. Oh, I could spend this. days like like yeah. There's so much to explore, but there's nothing to do. Well, yeah, or you're just it's, you're it's so survival back. You're doing it's, one thing. The carrot analogy that you brought up so many times is so alive. perfect. Yeah. Like it's just like here's this fucking game. It's huge, but like, hey, if you want this carrot, like here's what you gotta do. So you gotta do this. Th- oh, you don't have that anymore. No, we can't give you the carrot. And you know, it's yeah, 
it's there's like implemented properly. Well, and I think this uh, this game suffers from like you have one overarching huge objective, but you know that's going to take you a million years to achieve. So there's not really that moment of you know when you like you get a trophy or something from a game, or when you complete that story level, you know you completed something. There's no sense of completion with this game. Yeah, that's a big problem. Um, but. Again, it the size mattered for this experience, and I think in some games, size does matter, but not always. And I think that's because games are Usage of at space. its core. Yeah, and games Utilizing at its core, space, yeah. the great thing about it is we go through experiences and we experience mm-hmm. them. You know, it's it's a it, games sell experiences, and that's the greatest thing about them. You can't get that from a movie. You can't get that from a book. You it's, know, yeah. But with can't that experience, yeah, like, <laughs> you can't get it from real no. life. <laughs> <laughs> Until Pokemon Go fixed that. Exactly. And then broke it. And then broke it. So, yeah, I think it matters for the experience that you're trying to sell. That's well, yeah, my and then, conclusion. And then to kind it. of draw uh, the inverse comparison is then you look at something like, to, to draw back Pokemon, like we touched on that just a minute ago, but we were just saying like it's, that's the small scale. Like when you really think about Pokemon's size, especially the first one, we're talking, what, 10 cities? I think ten locations. Total. Um, eight gyms. Okay, I, I'm gonna yeah, figure this out. Obviously, eight gyms. So you got eight it's gyms. So, so eight, lavender, palette. You can count a cerulean. Didn't or what was the city? The actual city, city, because it didn't have a real gym. It just had a fighting gym that you couldn't get. No, saffron city. Saffron, city. Sif, saffron is the where psychic gym is. It's fighting ones there too. Yeah, because oh, the yeah, fighting one right. was the um, old gym, in there. and then so you technically count Indigo Plateau. In the Pokemon yeah. League, so yeah. you've you've got eleven. Yeah, eleven. So I was pretty close, actually. I'm guessing, but not exactly the. Whatever. I think it's uh, but yeah, no. You talk about eleven cities with routes connecting each one, so it's got to be at least like twenty-two ish, maybe. I think there are twenty-eight that. routes in something the like that. Game. Yeah, um, and then you have layers. You have a ton of layers. You have a post game. You have like it, it was unexpected when you really think about the scope of it. Like you first, when you first play as a child, you're like, oh, in you know, go through the league. All right, I got champion. What do I do now? Oh, I go capture Mewtwo. Try and capture the birds. Okay, what now? Do well, it again. Then you, then you find out, okay, I can do it again, and I can actually start going for all the layers within it of the RPG stuff. Yeah. Like, it, it's got a shit ton of death. And they were and like, that's... here's nature's, here's fucking shiny, here's IVs, well, here's EVs, and now Pokemon's breeding, the fucking yeah. biggest game in the fucking existence. And, and they have frivolous bullshit. Like, yeah. they've got, like, the uh, the competitions that are so silly with, like, the fashion ones or the, the <laughs> love ones or the Pokemon of me, which is crazy and dumb, but you get Sylveon from. Like, well, it's all silly, but they have yeah. And and here's another thing to go yeah. along with that thought. So size, people also have like certain views of what size is. Right. Yes. And Pokemon, size-wise, I think is an incredibly big game, but mm-hmm. it's also different types of deep. You yeah. know? It is different Much types like of deep. Much like a dick, there's different types of things. <laughs> what? <There's laughs> a dick oh, out. it's a how much there's the size matter. And a dick. Yes, yes. Oh, no, I got gotcha. you. Yes. Trode and needle dick confirmed <laughs> yeah. in gaming. Yeah, it's all about but does the... it fit in just right. Just, oh, my God. So I needed to do that eventually. <laughs> you needed to get the joke in. Yeah. I love it. Thank it, you. It was there. Um, but, see, yes. Know. Yeah. Now, yeah. Pokemon is huge. Yes. Well, but even in the beginnings, not so much. But it, it, it was still it was pretty. Still, I mean, it, it got big. Quick. There was there it was there was a quick. base game. There was a part of that that middle there. You know, there was characters that you met. When you got and there was a Gold after Silver game. Two, there was an after game. Two leagues. Yeah. Two yeah. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you, you go again. You go from red, blue, yellow. Pretty fucking basic. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yellow did some pretty cool stuff too. I mean, not not a ton. No. Changed a couple of things. But then you go to. 
gold, silver crystal. And it's just... Oh. Yeah, I love that moment. And that's why, again, I yeah. say size matters catering to the experience that you're trying so, to sell. Yep. No, you're right. I want to wrap up my thoughts for this sure. by bringing up two specific games. Sure. They're both... I mean, one's an MMO, one's an MMO late. You look at something like WoW. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yes, WoW's fucking huge. Yes, the game's been in development and out yeah. for... 13 years now. Sure. So, of course, it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, again... What, in, seven in, expansions? We're about to hit our sixth. Eight. Okay. What? No. <laughs> I was like, I what? I don't know why <laughs> it came out of my head just now, but it came out of my mouth. But, no, six. Yeah. Okay. Six. Um, I'm still doing stuff from the other expansions. Right. Well, I mean, I'm still... I could come in now and be like, oh, fuck yeah. Stuff to do. Stuff to do forever. But, like, I'm like... <laughs> farming through reputations that are in the burning crusade and getting mounts that are in Mr. Pandaria yeah. and stuff. And it's like, you're, you're again, like a lot of it's a catch up thing, but it's still like, there is so much fucking depth. And again, they've just added layers and layers upon that throughout the years with fucking like collectathons with toys and an achievement well, and, then you and pet the battle eggs and... and all the Easter eggs. Yeah. We haven't talked about this news. And this also goes into what I'm about to talk about next. There's a fucking destiny Easter egg in wow. Now, Yep, Zer made That's his way into to, to Wow. Zurios, is Zurios, you get a sounds like a cereal. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. He's gonna sell a cereal now. No, no, no. So here's the thing. So Zurios, you uh, buy stuff from him using curious coins. Yep, that you oh, get wow. from like randomly wow. random drops. Hang on, hang on. He drops uh, toys such as the Yaller horn oh. and motes of light, and I'm just like fucking god damn it <laughs> this is so dumb but it's but they're so also allowed good. to do that, that because is great. same company ownership but i mean wow just they just throw, shit anyway. they just yeah there's like so many fucking easter eggs right um but then you look at destiny let's be real destiny's fucking tiny pretty fucking tiny i i, I if you're counting vanilla it's the smallest thing not the smallest but it's pretty fucking close. i mean even like tark below well, no, I'm yeah. just saying once you add Destiny, everything that's there now, there's a Taking lot. King, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. WoW is like a proper-sized dick. Destiny is a chode. I, I, no, I, I, I still have to do it. Uh, because be, No, because it makes sense. You want something that's a little bit of everything, and that is important. You want a little bit of everything in your dick? Well, I mean, you don't want just a middle dick. In your dick. In it. You gotta have girth. You gotta have length. Oh, that's um, what I'm saying. Anyways, so no, what I was gonna say is actually what's interesting is, um, yes, I, I would actually kind of agree. Um, it is considered generally small, with but there versus, is a decent amount of depth to the well, game I would, too. I would say that a part of their problem, and this is strictly going off of the past two two full years, um, and that's that a lot of times with each update, they were kind of taking, say, a lens and just sliding that along the the breadth of content yeah. that exists and saying this is the only amount of the content that's valid. And so everything outside of that little lens winds up becoming valid. I mean, mean WoW's done the same thing. Right. That's the only problem. Well, the thing is, though, is like at least they've made efforts, and they've had a lot longer time to do this, but to made efforts to at least bring up relevance to past things in some yes. capacity. I will say that the more I've now, because like now that we're getting closer, I'm starting to actually finally pay attention to some of the more Rise of Iron announcements, going back and rereading stuff. Now that Game Informer's doing that as their cover story of the month thing, it looks like they're bringing back a lot. Yeah, um, that's good. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't know if you know this, Anthony. This this is gonna sell you on come back to the game. Yeah. Thorn's coming back. So there's that. With I think it's getting a new quest. It is getting a new quest. Um, oh, in addition to that, this is actually probably the coolest thing. And I don't know if you've heard this yet, but the Kavastov is back. The very, oh, the, very oh, we first, talked about it. Yeah, the, no, the Kavastov yeah, back has an exotic, and it has like 
It has it's, it's its exotic perk is that it's the most customizable gun in the game. You yes. can be a, an all rifle, a burst rifle, or a scout rifle. It can also be either a normal or a, or a slow, slow, high damage auto, or it can switch the 900 bullet hose style. It looks fucking cool. But yeah. what's neat about it too, and you, this is the coolest thing that they're doing. Um, apparently, if you still have your old Kvostov, because it's a quest and you have to find Kvostov parts to start it off. You can have your old Kvostov in your inventory and break it down the day after Rise of Iron kicks in and, and start the quest. The start the quest and, yep. like, skip a part of it, yep. yeah, which is pretty cool. But, um, I mean, like, yes, like, again, yep. Rise of Iron seems to be the exception. And I, I think it was a data video where, like, there was, he pulled from a quote and was like, Taken King was kind of there fixing Destiny. Mm-hmm. Rise of Iron is like, okay, we're not playing it's a, games it's a anymore. It's definitive step it's, forward. This is content. Yeah. And so, I would even backpack onto that too. That I think it helps because they're finally, you know, dropping old gen, so they don't have to worry about those old systems kind of slowing everything down. In addition, most of their team is working on Destiny Two, which is a completely separate new system built on exclusively the new, the current gen. Well, so, and, and I think now that they've had time, ahead, I have yeah. some, some hope. Yeah. Well, and now they have time to allow themselves, and this is why WoW is so good. Now mm-hmm. it's like now we have depth. You know? and, and that's a different type of size. You can look backward and kind of I mean, like, go, fucking, oh, like, cool, before cast, ahead. And they was just chilling out, and I was, like, talking to him some, like, some of the story stuff and, like, some of the stuff they're doing in Legion. And, like, it seemed like you were enjoying it. No, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm curious about the lore of, of, of WoW. I mean, it sounds yeah. it sounds really intriguing. And once you explain it more and you have that uh, depth well, of Well, that's the problem with WoW yeah. is, like, every single fucking pixel and mm-hmm. little idea of lore has 10,000 layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Every segment of lore is a fucking would, onion in one. To backpack on that, I would say that uh, I would say Destiny is attempting and slowly getting towards that concept. I wouldn't say that very they, slowly. Yeah. I think it's. Yeah, I mean, it's wish they pick up the pace a little more. Well, and yeah. I would say that Rise of Iron is the first one that kind of t- yes. does that right. So again, like I'm kind of sad that like with WoW and everything, I'm I'm not gonna be able to, to fit in Destiny. No, well, and so the thing is, is I think judging by the year and not saying any, any date other dates after say December are set in stone but I, w- I would imagine that to follow their whole train of thought of bringing stuff back that we will get the finally legacy raid stuff maybe added in around the six month mark before we get Destiny 2 just to kind of be like hey you can run those and get the old year and it'll I work I still don't think Destiny 2 is coming out in a year I don't think so either uh, but we could be surprised did you see the screens that were leaked that might be real no so long story short, what it is, it looks like someone was just kind of messing around with like a couple concepts. They put it, you know, two over the traveler and stuff like that. But the ones where they showed each class and they had like new, essentially super moves. It looks like the Titan has a massive fire shield. Yes. It looks like Captain America holding a shield up. Which yes. Was, that was the one that stood out to me. Everything else was kind of just there, but I was like, oh, okay. If Titans can have a shield where they just like and use it like a shield weapon, I'm all in. Side note, sorry. The only thing I want out of Destiny and like as as I get deep into wow rating again is like the destiny rates just pale in comparison and, and well, partly because like game limitations i completely 100 percent right. get that well and i would like, touch taking king was pretty good was really good for what it needed to be yeah. um and i will say that i think since they pulled the house of wolves one to redo it that maybe since this is supposed to be the house of wolves raid in rise of iron it could be really good. It could be on on that par. I'll say that. Um, par did you watch the video Dado did on Axaramus? I feel like I did a while Kevin, back. So this is this is a one. I think it's one of his best videos he ever did. Mm-hmm. Axaramus mm-hmm. is a wow raid. Yep. Um, 
it was one of the first WoW raids actually, and then they took it out of the game and then brought it back later. Yeah. As a new raid. Datto basically took the fights and tried to be like, okay, how can this work in Destiny? Like, how can a fight with this mechanic and this mechanic work in Destiny? Mm-hmm. It was really interesting because you start realizing, like, wow, like, I want more depth in my Destiny rating, but it can happen. With because the of the archetype. Exactly. With the archetype of the game we have right now. I will say that uh, I have hope with Luke Smith being the the director of everything pretty much coming after rise of iron because yeah. he's the one that did taken king and he also sounds like he understands what people want out of raids and things like that so i think like i said looking ahead i have more what hope. his his track record is like where, where he was before bungie like when he worked on i'm gonna have to look into that before bungie, but i know inside of bungie he's kind of taken a backseat until the taken king and then he's been on the forefront of it all since yeah. then like, yeah so um, going back though to the um, original point. We kind of got a topic, I, but no, I no, no, it's okay. Destiny was one of no, the, it's like it's good weird, though, because in a way, Destiny's the weirdest one, right? Yes. But it's a good, it's good that we had that quick talk though, mm-hmm. because it also brings to light that at the end of the day, it is on, and I do a part in this last comparison yeah. and pun, but oh, yeah. it is how you use it. Yeah. You have to make sure that your size matters yeah. to what you're trying to sell exactly. and that experience yep. that you have with it. Because like, so yes and no. For instance, like just to draw the best comparison, because I think you and I had very similar experiences with this game, but uh, Minecraft is a game that people went crazy for because it was like this, you know, you can increase and decrease the scale of the game based on what your interests were. And for some people, they could make that game fucking last a billion years, just endlessly building stuff or deciding to build like levels where they play mini games and stuff against other people and what have you. Or fucking making Pokemon in Minecraft. Yeah, whatever. That's that's the most ridiculous one. But then you get to like someone like me and Cody, you start the game, you run around for about 10 minutes and you go, Fuck this! Turn it off and uninstall it. <laughs> I mean, that's I think essentially what my this whole is like. This is my yeah. Mic you drop. will not like No Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> this is my mic drop moment, and this I think is a perfect way to end the cast and, and the, the, the yeah. terms. Of, there's a reason I've played 150 days game time plus in WoW. Same thing for Mass Effect. Yeah, I replayed right. that game like eight I, or nine times. I think I had seven saves that were all completed and then like I endless I played multiplayer as about as much as you did, like yeah. just crazy amounts. And that's yeah, I think it just matters on what you're playing, uh has to match your interest, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think uh that many of the people who are being upset over Middle Man's Sky are people who didn't curb those expectations to what it really would be, even though it was stressed, like just exploration. That's really all we're doing. Yeah. I'm not a crazy fan of the don't starve element to it of like try to stay alive and eat and all that stuff that's featured in there, but it's, it's definitely one of the it kind of needs to be things, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's all about depth. Yep, all about depth. All about how deep you get. <laughs> I'm so sad. This is an episode. I know we <laughs> spoiled it. <laughs> we well, you know, it. it's like Anthony said. Maybe this is just the tip of that iceberg, yeah. and then we'll get yeah. into that. we'll get deep into that next week on episode 69. Yeah, the old sixty. As always, you can find all of our just don't end. Here. You can find our content at geekdomination.net. Isn't it just puntastic? You can follow us Jesus on Facebook, Christ. Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> you can follow us at twitch.tv slash geekdomination streams. You can find us over on YouTube. All the links are found on our website. This stop with the puns. I'm done with the dick puns. I'm just surprised that you're Cody, done with it. Cody, I'm normally the, the, uh, the sassy one on those. Just keep it in your pants. Till next time. Zip it up. <laughs> I just see Cody dying inside right now. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye.